We've been talking now in this series about how God wants us to plan our lives as Christians. We're looking at James 4, verses 13 through 17. Let me read those verses again for you today. Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we shall go to such and such a city and spend a year there and engage in business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we shall live and also do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is a sin. We saw in our last broadcast that the first absolute essential for planning as a Christian, and we must plan, understand James is not talking against planning, he's telling us how to plan and how not to plan. Since God plans his work and then works his plan, and we are created in the image of God, we can no more do without a plan than God. But James is saying, the first thing we must recognize in making plans and laying plans that are proper is that our plans may never materialize because our life is short. We really can't plan with much certainty for the long haul. He says, what is your life? You don't know what your life will be like, tomorrow. And we noted that life is but a vapor, a mist, a puff of smoke that just immediately comes on the scene and is gone as quickly as it appears. Well now, today we want to notice the second factor in planning the way God wants us to plan in life. Not only is your life short, but James also makes the point that your life is totally unpredictable to you, not to God, but to you. God knows all things. He knows your every breath. He knows every hair on your head, which he has numbered. He sees even the sparrow when it falls from the sky. There is nothing unknown to God. There is nothing unpredictable to him. He has not only predicted it all, it's all part of his plan. But for you, Life is extremely unreliable. For you, the things that you hope for, that you expect, that you want, that you anticipate, so often just don't happen that way. Isn't that the way it is for you, really? Think back 10, 5, or even one year ago. Where did you think you'd be living today? Did you expect that you'd be living in that house, in that town where you are right now? What did you think you'd be doing? Did you really think that you'd have that many children or not have children? Did you think that you'd be doing the things that you're doing right now? You know that your dreams, your aspirations, your plans didn't materialize exactly as you had anticipated. What did you suppose at that time that your interests would be at this time? There have been a lot of changes in your plans, haven't there? Life is truly unpredictable for us. That's why James stresses conditional planning. Planning that is not absolute and certain, but that has a 
certain amount of flexibility built into it. But what is it that conditions it and gives it this proper kind of flexibility? Notice what he says in verse 15. Instead of laying absolute plans, after we have done our best to plan, we should instead, he says in verse 15, say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and also do this or that. The Christian's planning must always be planning that is conditioned by the will of God. The if that James urges is absolutely essential to all good planning as Christians. Now this is not the if of doubt or the if of fear or even the if of concern. This is rather the if of faith. It is the if of confident reliance upon God. This is the one if that removes all others. We must plan, James says. He doesn't speak against planning. You notice he says, if the Lord wills, we shall live and we shall do this or that. That means we're planning, but we're planning conditionally. We plan, James says, with a holy caution. As we plan according to our best understanding of Scripture, as we have best been able prayerfully to apply that to our daily circumstances, our needs, and our futures, we then turn all our plans over to God by saying, Lord, this is what I have planned. Give it to me if you want to, if you will we then must leave room for changes and corrections to be made in our plans by God's Spirit. So the second thing that James is saying is that we not only plan with the transitoriness of our life and the unpredictableness of our life in mind, but as we plan, we plan with the fact that God must be brought into our plans in mind. That's what we need in mind. We must plan on God making plans for us as we make plans for ourselves. You see, when we talk this way and plan this way, we're saying, Lord, here's my life. Here are my plans as best I'm able to discern and make them from your will and apply them to my daily affairs. But Lord, you're my God. You know all things. You know the end from the beginning. You know me. You know what's coming around tomorrow's corner. I'm still on this side of that corner. I don't know. So my plans come from such a small vantage point, from such a brief speck of time. You know all of time, all of eternity, past and future. You know all things as you see them in relationship to all other things. And you're in control of it all. So, Lord, please take my plans and change them according to your will. Your will is what's best. My will is only such a small and truncated thing. Lord, I, I urge you, I ask you. It's not just a reluctant, Lord, if you will, but please give me what I want anyway. But it's rather, Lord, I urge you, I earnestly ask you to change these things of mine that I plan. Don't give me what I want if it's not the best. You know so better than I what is best for me. So, Lord, take your blue pencil and scrawl up my plans any way you want. That's what James is saying. 
So often we suppose that the decisions that we make are really inflexible, that our plans must be made with the finality of the laws of the Medes and the Persians. This is a mistake. No Christian ever has a right to plan that way. Every Christian has the opportunity of looking forward to tomorrow as an adventure to be lived hand in hand with the sovereign God who takes his plans and changes his plans and makes them his own and really leads him in the paths of righteousness in an exciting and new and fresh and unpredictable way because it has been predicted by God himself. Lord, may we see this. For Christ's sake we pray, amen.